Nahush Maharaj, he had just like an embodied soul. It had six senses. We have six senses. Similarly, Maharaj Nahusha, he had six sons. And they were named as Yati, Jayati, Samyati, Ayati, Viyati and Krati. <coughs> King Nahusha, he offered Yati, his eldest son, to become to rule the rule the entire world. It was an offer to him, but he didn't accept it. One might say, what a foolish person he is. He is getting a chance to rule the entire world, but he is not accepting it. But there was a reason. <clears throat> he was a sincere, sincere devotee and he wanted to serve the Supreme Lord <clears throat> the, and perform pure devotional service. And he knew that if he gets into this uh, maintaining of the state and all these affairs, then it will be difficult for him to bring his, to apply his mind and fix it on the lotus feet of the Lord or even spend time in hearing about the glories of the Lord. So he was very cautious because he, he wanted to utilize his human form of life exclusively for hearing about the glories of the Lord, reading about it or speaking about it. So he rejected the offer given by his father. <clears throat> As we read in the, in the verse, self-realization is the prime objective of human civilization. Certainly there are, uh, when, when a person has Brahmanical qualities, certainly he has natural inclination towards uh, uh, not having uh, natural inclination towards renouncing material objects and have natural inclination towards practicing Krishna consciousness. But when is, one, is, one has the qualities of Kshatriya, then he, is, uh, <coughs> he has natural inclination towards material wealth and uh, enjoying sense gratification. But those who are actually advanced, they, they want to remain very low, very humble and, and they wish to uh, practice devotional service without any disturbance. They don't, they want, they don't want any kind of risk. Just like Jad Bharat. <coughs> when Jad Bharat, uh, he was born as a, when he got the third life as a Brahmana, he was so careful in dealing with uh, the people that he he accepted, uh, the world accepted him as a dumb fellow. But was he? No, he was a Paramhamsa. He was situated in the topmost platform. So, devotees <coughs> who are very advanced, they, they, they want to be like that. <coughs> but Srila Prabhupada says that if one hears sincerely hears Srimad Bhagavatam like Parikshit Maharaj, then whatever he might have performed previously, but if he if was if he was involved in management or not management, but here sincerely here Shrimad Bhagavatam, then he will perfect his life. Maharaj Parishit, if you see, he was also the emperor of the whole world, and he was cursed to die in seven days. So he gave up everything and went on the bank of Ganges, and when he went for for getting Sadhu Sangha. He went on the bank of Ganges for Sadhu Sangha. So many, so many great saints from all over the world, they came there and for, to see how Maharaj Parikshit is going to leave his body now. So Maharaj Parikshit inquired from them two things. Which is the duty one has to always perform? And especially which is the duty of a person who is going to die in the next seven days? And all the sages, they were discussing on themselves. 
and Istagosti began and they were discussing and they, were, they wanted to come to a conclusion. But at that very moment, Vyasanandana Shukadeva Goswami, he appeared there. And all the sages, they stood up in great, they stood up with great respect to, to Shukadeva Goswami. All of them they stood up, seeing the 16 years old Shukadeva Goswami. <coughs> and they directed Maharaj Parikshit to take shelter of Shukadeva Goswami. So Shukadeva Goswami was worshipped by Maharaj Parikshit duly, very nicely. And then, <coughs> he asked the same two questions to Shukadeva Goswami. And Shukadeva Goswami said, My dear Parikshit, the answer is Srimad Bhagavatam. You sit here and I will recite Srimad Bhagavatam to you. And before the snake bird Taksha could come, I will make sure that you attend, this, attend the perfection. So this is what Srila Prabhupada is trying to make a point here that we have to hear Srimad Bhagavatam every day without, <coughs> without, without disturbance. <coughs> So, <clears throat> Nahusha, uh, he was offered to become the Indra because Indra, after killing Vratrasur, he was purifying himself from the sin he committed of killing Vratrasur. So, the post was empty. So, the sages decided to enthrone Nahusha, who was the king of the entire earth, to become the Indra. But when he became the king, uh, Indra, <clears throat> he also wanted to enjoy all the opulences including Indra's wife. So once what happened was that he said that because I am Indra, he said to Indra's wife Sachi that because I am Indra, you are my wife. Because she was very beautiful. And Sachi said, no way. This doesn't happen like this. And he was forcing her to come and spend time with her. So she went and seeked association of Agatha Rishi. Uh, took, took his shelter and requested him, what should I do now? This, he is Indra now and he wants that I should come and associate with him. So, <clears throat> the rishis told, sages told her that, okay, you accept the offer, but tell him that you have to come to my palace with a palanquin which is carried by Saptarshis. And he was Indra, he was, Navash Maharaj, he was a little puffed up, he said, that's it. Immediately said, Saptarishis <clears throat> and they all carried him on a palanquin. Saptarishis were carrying him and they had no experience of carrying someone on a palanquin. So they were on, in their own style of way of, they were in their own style, they had no experience. So this Nahusha who was becoming very and very lusty, he was saying, Sarpa, 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 Sarpa means go quickly. And <clears throat> Agasarashis, after hearing again and again this Sarpa Sarpa, he kept the palanquin down. He said, you go and become Sarpa. Go and become a python. Sarpa also means snake. So you are saying Sarpa Sarpa to us, you go and become Sarpa now. So this way, <coughs> Maharaj Nahusha, he became the uh, python. <coughs> and Yayati became the king of the whole world again. Suyayati was so kind that he allowed his younger brothers to rule the four directions. He had four younger brothers, so he allowed them to rule the four directions. <coughs> Shukdev Goswami, he says that uh, he himself got married to the daughter of Shukracharya and also the daughter of Rashaparava, Sarmishta. So, when Maharaj Parishit heard this, he was very surprised that Yayati Maharaj is a Kshatriya. 
And how can he get married to a daughter of Shukracharya, which is Devyani? How was it possible? Hmm? So, Maharaj Parishit inquires, Brahmarshir Bhagavan Kavya Shatrubandha Shanausha Rajanya Viprayokasma Vivaha Pratilomaka. Hmm? How can this Pratiloma Vivaha happen? <coughs> According to the Vedic system, Vedic system, not Western system. According to the Vedic system, the marriage between Kshatriyas and Kshatriyas, Brahmana and Brahmana was accepted. <coughs> but if marriage sometimes takes place between uh, different classes, then it were of two categories Anuloma and Patiloma. Anuloma marriages was between a Brahmana and the daughter of Kshatriya, acceptable. Pratiloma marriages was between uh, Kshatriya and the daughter of Brahmana. So that was not always accepted in this in the Vedic scriptures. <coughs> Generally not allowed. Therefore, Maharaj Parishit was curious how Shukracharya, who knows the principles of religion, allowed this to, this thing to happen. Shukadeva Goswami smiled. And he started. Actually, sometimes Shukadeva Goswami he used to summarize the whole incident in one or two verses. And he wanted to see if Maharaj Parishit was eager to know about it. So Maharaj Parishit immediately used to request, saying, Gurudev, I want to hear this in much detail. Hmm? So now, Shukadeva Goswami is saying, one day, Vrishaparva, the daughter of the demon king, uh, no, so one day Vrishaparva's daughter, Sarmishta, <coughs> he, was a, he was a demon also. She was very innocent, Sarmishta was very innocent, but was very angry also. Hmm? And she was walking with Devyani. Now Devyani is Shukracharya's daughter and they were very good friends and uh, Sarmishta had thousands of maid servants or you can say girlfriends who were assisting her always. So in this way they all were roaming around in a very beautiful garden which was full of lotuses and trees of flowers and fruits and roaming around they came to a water body and they thought let's have a let's take a bath. Say, and so they all in a sporting mood, they entered the water, removing all their clothes, keeping all their clothes on the bank, they entered the water naked. <coughs> so, and then while they were playing, they saw Lord Shiva coming along with Parvati. They saw that Lord Shiva is coming. And here, the, all these <coughs> girls, they understood that we are committing an offense by bathing without clothes. So, immediately they came out from the water and whichever cloth they could grab to cover themselves, they did. So, so Sharmishta, by mistakenly, she grabbed Devayani's clothes and covered, her, covered herself. Now, Devayani's and Sharmishta's sari might have been same. So, she did, but uh, Devyani got very upset, very very upset. She said that Aho nirikshatamasya dasya karma hisampratam asmat dharyam dhrutavati shuniva haridvare She said that just see these activities of this maid servant Sharmishta. Devyani was saying. And she is saying disregarding all this etiquette she is, she is using my sari. It is just like a dog is trying to snatch the clarified butter from a sacrifice going on. 
सो शी इंसल्टेड देवयानी इंसल्टेड शर्मेश्ता इन दिस वे बट ग्रेजुअली देन इन हर वर्ड्स देवयानी ऑल्सो स्टार्टेड ग्लोरिफाइंग हर सेल्फ द ब्राह्मणा द ब्राह्मणाज एंड द सुप्रीम पर्सनलिटी अबाउट इट ऑल्सो शी स्टार्टेड सेइंग दैट डू यू नो हु वी आर वी आर ब्राह्मणाज वी आर कंसिडर्ड द फेस ऑफ द सुप्रीम पर्सनलिटी ऑफ गॉडेड Do you know that we have created this universe by our tapasya? What have you done? Hmm? Even great demigods, Indra, Lord Shiva, supreme personality of Godhead, Lord Vishnu, even he worships us. Hmm? He is called as Namo Brahmanya Devaya. He worships us. We are his istadev, and you are you are wearing my sari. It was not a big deal. Hmm? that he she just this it was it was an emergency situation so she so she used it <clears throat> and do you know we are coming in the line of brugu lord vishnu or lord krishna he accepts the lotus feet of lord Vish, uh, brugu ji on his chest there was a past times <clears throat> it is mentioned in the 10th canto of shrimad bhagavatam <clears throat> that once all the sages they wanted to know who is the supreme is it brahma is it vishnu or is is uh, shiva so they all requested brugu ji to to go to perform a test on all these three personalities and give us a conclusion so brugu ji first went to brahma ji and he was brahma ji's manasputra so it is general etiquette that whenever we when we whenever we go and see a senior 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 person we offer our pranams but purposely that day Brugu did not offer pranams to Brahma, and immediately Brahma ji's face became red. That what he thinks of himself. I am his father. He has come to my assembly. So many people are watching, and he is not even offering pranams to me. So he became red, and and Brugu ji caught Brugu ji caught that on his face, and he said, No, he cannot be supreme lord. Then he went to Lord Shiva. As soon as Lord Shiva saw Brugu ji coming, he immediately went, stood up from his seat and went to grab, hug him. And Brugu said, "Get rid, get away, get away, get away! You don't even take bath. Hmm? I am a Brahmana. What are you doing? Hmm? Oh, you have all this, uh, what do you say, hash, hash on your uh, ash on your body, hmm? ashes, ash, ash on your body. So stay away from me." Hmm? And Lord Shiva got very upset. Lord Shiva immediately took out his trishul and wanted to kill, kill Brugu ji, hmm? and. But immediately Parvati fell at his feet, fell at Lord Shiva's feet, and requested, "He is Brugu, please. He is a Brahmana, he is our guest. We are to tolerate these things." So Lord Shiva said, "Okay." Hmm. Then he went to Lord, he went to Vaikuntha, <coughs> and he saw that Lord Vishnu was lying. Hmm. He was sleeping. He went there and he kicked the face of, uh, kicked the chest of the Lord, saying, "Why are you always sleeping, rascal?" Hmm. Garbo dakshai, shiro dakshai, shai shai shai. You are always sleeping. What is wrong with you? He kicked him very badly. <laughs> Imagine if this he could have done to Lord Shiva. Brugu could have been dead there itself. So <coughs> the Lord Lord Vishnu he got up from his seat. He placed Brugu ji on the his on his bed of Ananta Shesha. and he started uh started uh, 
with his with his tears he started bathing the feet of Bruguji, and he said, "I'm very very sorry that I was not aware that you are you are coming here. If I was aware, I could have come to receive you at the gate. And I'm very sorry that my hard chest would have hurt have hurt your lotus feet. So please forgive me." And Lord Vishnu saw, grabbed his feet, and as soon as Bruguji saw that, he started crying. He started and he fell at the feet of the Lord. He said, "I am sorry. I was just testing." So this is so here. Devyani is saying that we are coming in the line of Brugu, and what do you think of me? So when in this way, when Devyani rebuked Sarveshta in this very way, then she got she also got very angry. She was a demon. She was a daughter of a demon. So she got very angry. and breathing heavily like a serpent she she started she said something she said atmavrattam vigyaya kathase bahu bhikshuki kimna pratikshase smagam grahanam bhali bujayata don't you all wait at our doorstep to get some food or dakshina just like just like a crow and this was it she compared shukracharya shukracharya's profession and devyani to crow the crow have he doesn't have an independent life he is depending on the the food stuff which is been thrown by the householders and whatever he gets that by by that he survives on that so here when devyani heard this she was shocked said there is a difference between this two of this two uh, both of them were saying bad words to each other but see the sanskars of devyani and see the sanskars of sarmishta even the devyani was uh, chastising sarmishta but she was glorifying the supreme personality of godhead hmm. here sarmishta is not showing any of her such symptoms So this is how the, our acharyas they try they compare these two uh, these two personalities in this way and say this is the sanskars. <clears throat> so then Sharmista, all her friends were her friends, not Devi, not Devyani's friends. Then she just ordered all of them remove her, take away her all her clothes and put her in a well. So she she was thrown in a well and all of them they left. <clears throat> Now. Sarmista went home, and meanwhile, the emperor of the whole world, Maharaj Yati, was hunting in this in that same jungle, and he happened to come across that particular where he was hungry and thirsty also. So he was he was looking for some water, and he just peeped into that well, and he saw that there is a beautiful girl there, who was without any clothes. And uh, Yati immediately he took out some some of his clothes and he first thing he gave her the a proper a cloth to wear, and then he picked her up with his own hand. And when he did that, Shar Dev Devyani, it was it is a tradition in all in in all the uh, <coughs> religions that during the during the time of marriage, the husband and wife. Uh, the bride or bridegroom they uh, hold each other's hand 
So as soon as Devyani came out from that well, holding the hand of Yayati Maharaj, she said, "You are my husband." Imagine that you are you are walk you are passing by on the road and somebody is somebody fell somebody falls down and you give her a hand and you pick her up, and she she says that since you are, you have touched my hand, now you have to accept me as as a wife, as a bona fide wife. Please do that. And uh, Maharaj Jayadi was shocked, was surprised that all of, I just helped you, and now you are asking me to marry you. Hmm? No, no, you accepted my hand. You, you, but it was an it was an act of an help. I was helping you out. No, hmm? you have to marry me. No, no. Jayadi Maharaj said, "Tell me what caste, which caste is you? You are a Brahmana, Kshatriya. Who are you? Whose daughter are you? Who is your father?" Hmm? She said, "No, first promise that you will marry me." Hmm? I said, "No, I can't." Who are you? She said, "I am the daughter of Shukracharya." Oh, Yati Maharaj said, "Oh, oh, oh!" Yati said to himself, "Be careful, be careful. You are dealing with a fire." <laughs> and then <clears throat> they were having a conversation, and Yati said, "That I am a Kshatriya. You are a Brahmana, and our marriage is not possible." Then she said, "No, it is possible because I have a curse like that." Hmm? What curse? I said once, <coughs> Brahaspati's son Kach, hmm, he came to my father Shukracharya to learn Mrita Sanjivani Vidya. What is this Mrita Sanjivani Vidya? That during the f- when whenever there is a war and when untimely death of the soldiers happened, then by using this Mrita Sanjivani Vidya, one one can be brought back to the life if the body is intact. Hmm? <coughs> so he came and. and he was learning from my father and i fell in love with him and i proposed to marry him and kach said no i can't see you are my guru's daughter so you are worshipable to me how can i even think of marrying you so when when my heart broke i cursed kach that whatever you have learned from my father you will forget then kach also retaliated and said you will also never get a brahmana as your husband hmm? you will have to find a kshatriya <coughs> and said and then she said to yati maharaj because of this curse this is an actually arrangement of the providence that we met hmm? it is it, you have to see the hand of the supreme lord in this hmm? otherwise how could we meet you are the emperor of the whole world hmm? why you have to only come here hmm? where i where i am here where i, am, I have fallen in this well so <coughs> yati maharaj was little very still very careful but he said actually there were he was also attracted by the beauty of devyani when he took her outside from the well he was also attracted but our acharyas they say that this attraction of jayati maharaj is not like an attraction of a conditioned soul a conditioned living entity is he when he is mad with lust he sees any woman and he he will be lusty but previously the kings were not like that they were dharmanishta their mind used to not so easily go to any particular woman hmm? however beautiful she is there is an example given in ramayana <coughs> that once <coughs> sita uh, when the marriage of sita was declared <coughs> now ramchandra and lakshmana along with vishwamitra they were roaming in the same garden where sita was pick, pick, picking flowers along with her along with her friends and at that time lord ramchandra's 
eyes fell on the eyes of Sita ji, and Lord Ramchandra was attracted to her. And so immediately he said to Lakshman that if my if my heart is going towards this this lady, this girl, then surely she is going to be my good wife. So so it has been compared that Yati Maharaj also was such an such an great personality that it was. Actually, that Devani was supposed to become his wife. That's why his heart went to her. <coughs> According to the Vedic system, the parents would consider the horoscopes of the boys and girls. According to the Vedic system, the the boys, uh, the parents used to consider the charts of the boy and a girl, and then if the if they have a proper match. Then they used to get them married, and such kind of marriage is called jyotaka. <clears throat> Sometimes, some some years ago also, hundred years ago also, this such kind of system was very prominent in India, but unfortunately, even we don't see this in India. Forget about the West. <clears throat> A person is born in three categories: devagana, manushagana, or rakshasagana. So. Devagana and Rakshasagana, that is Devas and Raksh, the Asuras, they are naturally enemies of each other. So, in, a, in, <coughs> in human society also, we see some people resemble the demigods and some people resemble the demons. So, if by chance, by some, if they, they plan to marry each other, then you know that marriage is not going to work. Because the demons and the devtas, they don't go along with each other. So that was to be. This was to be considered previously when they used to get, when the parents used to get married their children, they used to consider these things, which gana are they, and also they used to uh, see if it's pratiloma or aniloma, uh, pratiloma or anuloma viva. So this was how the marriage was. Marriage used to take place before. If these things are considered right now, also we won't have any divorces. If we consider these things here today also, <clears throat> so Devayani, <laughs> she went, she left Yati Maharaj and she went to her father, and she fell at the feet of her father and she started crying, 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 and she told the entire story to Shukracharya ji, and especially the incident of the crow that that she she and her father considers us as crow. Why are you? Why are you still accepting his him as your disciple? This Vrishparva reject him. The daughter said. And then, actually, Shukracharya was very sorry for this. That he uh, that he is he is acharya of the and all the demigods. Uh, sorry, all the demons. <coughs> and he was being insulted like this. He was cursing himself, saying that it was better if if I could have adopted a, a profession of uncha vritti. Uncha vritti means means if for suppose there is a pigeon, a pigeon what does he do? He how does he survive? Uh, how does he feed his belly? Simply by collecting the grains which are naturally available to him. He doesn't go begging. <coughs> so Shukracharya was saying that I could have adopted that profession. Of uncha vritti, in uncha vritti, one has to when he is only depending on the supreme personality of God, uh, God's mercy. He doesn't go and beg. Although the brahmana is allowed to beg hmm, 
for his living but he doesn't do if he doesn't do that then that is the best so shukracharya was cursing himself saying that i could have better opted a profession of uncha vritti and not depend on my disciple vrishabrava because now this i have to hear but sarmesh uh, devyani was insisting that you have to punish your disciple to do anything come let us go so father sometimes there are situations even though shukracharya didn't want that to get involved in this this kind of a fight because this was a childish fight between sharmeshta and devyani and he didn't want to get involved but still out of affection for his daughter devyani forced shukracharya to come along with him and naturally sharmeshta when she went back she could have also told everything to her father and when he heard that you have offended shukracharya's daughter now shukracharya will be upset and he found out that shukracharya was coming towards him they saying that if shukracharya curses then everything will go away if he is pleased then will get get all the material gain so understanding this the king varshavarva he started walking without any opulence he simply started walking on the same path where shukracharya was coming and as soon as he saw shukracharya ji he fell at his lotus feet sadhus they are very when somebody offers them pranam then they will immediately forgive if we have committed any uh, offenses at the lotus feet of sadhus so sadhus are very soft hearted hmm? they are very compassionate hmm? their business is what krishna's business is krishna's business is to attract the conditioned souls towards him when whenever krishna comes here in this material world he performs pastimes and what does he do he attracts the conditioned souls towards him by by his various pastimes the sadhus also do the same thing sadhus they <coughs> speak about the the supreme lord from shrimad bhagavatam and they try to attract the conditioned souls towards krishna so they are com- naturally compassionate so even if the sadhus uh, so even if this the conditioned living entity he he, he uh, performs some kind of an offenses towards the sadhu and he comes and begs forgiveness they will forgive because they they have such a compassionate heart so as soon as vrishabarva he offered his dandavats to shukracharya shukracharya said i am i am fine i have no problem but you have to convince my daughter hmm? now you see how what you want to do, do with her hmm? because this is a fight between your daughter and my daughter hmm? so you see now so vrishabarva went to devyani with folded hands saying oh devyani you the daughter of shukracharya how can we serve you how can we please you hmm? and devyani said <clears throat> whom ever hmm, my father marries me hmm, i want that your daughter he you know she said that my friend sharmeshta she was still very compassionate she said my friend sharmeshta and her all her girlfriends should become my maid servant hmm. and then vrishaparva he, he looked at his own daughter what should we do now hmm. she she was a she was a princess sharmeshta was a princess and she was she, she has an habit of staying in a very opulent life and she becoming a maid servant of someone 
was not appropriate. So <coughs> he was looking at uh, Sharmista and he tried to convince her and she said, okay, if because of my becoming a maid servant, if the whole dynasty can be saved from the course of Shukracharya, I'm very happy to do that. So she accepted to become a maid servant of Divyani. Hmm. <coughs> so now, in earlier, there was a tradition that earlier, that when a girl married a Kshatriya king, it was customary that all her friends, maid servants, used to go along with her when she used to get married to a Kshatriya king. If you see, when Vasudev <coughs> married Devaki, <coughs> she also had many friends who accompanied her. Hmm. So this was a, this was a custom. The, <coughs> that uh, the king used to send so many friends along with her because she was going to a new place to, to, uh, so to make to feel her at home how will she feel her at home in a different place when she has all her friends along with her so that was the whole intention of sending so many girls with the <coughs> with a married girl <coughs> so king so now uh, all was set and Devyani was very happy and an appropriate time came when Devyani requested Shukracharya now it's a time that you should go and propose King Ayati for the marriage on, on our behalf and Shukracharya went, the marriage was arranged everything went nicely, big ceremony, everybody came, everybody was fed nicely and uh, Devyani was about to go at that time Shukracharya called Ayati Maharaj he said come here and Ayati Maharaj said yes how can I serve you? They said, remember one thing. You have married my daughter. And you're all, and along with her is Sharmishta who is coming as a maid servant. Do not allow Sharmishta to come to become your wife. Do not do that. If you do that, I'll curse you very badly. So, <coughs> King Parikshit, upon seeing, uh, he, <coughs> he was saying, uh, Shukdev Goswami said to King Parikshit, Look at the situation of Ayati Maharaj. Hmm? That this is Radhaya Granti. We were discussing yesterday in the Brahmachari class. That when a when, when person is single, he has no problem. But now, as soon as he gets married to a girl, so many things come. Hmm? Huh? So, this is Radhaya Granti. Now, as soon as he, Ayati Maharaj married Devyani, there was a restriction. Hmm? There was a sword hanging on his head. Huh? And then so many things will follow. Now we will see what happens with Yati Maharaj. <coughs> so, <coughs> time passed and uh, Devyani gave birth to two sons, hmm? Yadu and Turvasu. And Sarmishta, she was a, she was a, she was a Shatrani and she also wanted that uh, King Yati should marry her and give, give her children. So once in a secluded place, Sharmeshta approached King Ayati Maharaj and he said, you are a Kshatriya, I am also a Kshatrani. I want that you should give me a son. And <clears throat> so this was, this was a custom that if a Kshatriya has been requested by someone to give to give us to give a son, the Kshatriya king cannot say no. The Kshatriya cannot say no to that girl. And <clears throat> even though uh, Shuk 
Yayati Maharaj very well knew and very well remembered that what was the situation in his life that if he accepts Sharmishta as his wife then Shukracharya is going to curse still he, ex he said that he said to himself that this is as per religious principles <coughs> I am a Kshatriya and my religious principle is that I, I, if somebody offers me uh, I cannot reject that, that offer to give, her a, to give a son to a girl Shatrani girl so <coughs> this is a religious principle even if you see uh, Yudhishthira Maharaj he questioned Arjuna once that when Arjuna was returning from Dwarka <coughs> and uh, Yudhishthira Maharaj saw that his face was down so he inquired are you have you rejected a girl who has requested you to, to give a son and then Arjuna said no hmm? so by this we can understand this that this was an uh, this was an etiquette in the Kshatriyas to follow, to follow this principle <coughs> so this kind of lust is not against the religious principle it is stated in the Bhagavad Gita that dharma viruddha bhuteshu kamosmi sex life not contrary to religious principles principle religion is sanctioned by Krishna so now Devyani gave birth to two sons and Sarmishta gave birth to three sons Druyu, Anu and Puru and once <coughs> Sharmishta, so once Devyani she was roaming around in her palace and she could see that three very powerful kids were playing in that garden and, he, and it, she tried to find out who were they with, with the help of her assistant maid servants and she, she could find out that these are the sons of Sharmishta and that's it she became very 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 angry and she walked off from the palace without informing anyone she went back to Shukracharya and as soon as she was walking back to Shukracharya the news spread everywhere and it went to the ears of Yayati Maharaj and Yayati Maharaj in whatever situation he was he started running he started running behind Devayani and on the road, while, he, while she was walking, King Ayati, the emperor of the whole world, fell at the feet of Devayani. He fell at the feet of Devayani and said, Please don't go, our life will be messed up. Your father is a crazy man. He'll curse me. Don't go. And she kicked the emperor of the whole world, Ayati Maharaj. Again, she, he pleaded with sweet words, with so many ways. Hmm? This is Ritai Granthi. Yadi hmm? Maharaj was thinking that she's my she's my girl, she's my wife, and now uh, because of this now I'm going in a situation wherein I'll be cursed if she goes there. So she he tried his best to stop her. But she was fully convinced that my husband needs a treatment. Hmm? And only there is if there is someone who can give him a treatment is my father. So she reached Shukracharya and Shukracharya became very furious, very angry and he looked at Yati Maharaj and said, you become, immediately you become old, your senses should have no power, you won't be able to enjoy anything in this world, become very very old and immediately Yati Maharaj was transformed into an old man of say 80 or 90 years old. But after he was transformed, 
Ayati Mara started laughing. He started laughing. And he started. And Ayati Mara said, Atrupta smadya kamanam brahmana duhitari smate vyatyasyatam yatha kamam vayasayod abhijjati. Ayati Maharaj said to Shukracharya and very, he, he, he was smiling and he was taunting Shukracharya that I, I was not satisfied with your daughter. Hmm? So how was that, if, how is that your daughter will, be, will have satisfied with me? Hmm? We still wanted to enjoy for a few more years but you cursed me, now I have become old, now I cannot enjoy your daughter and your daughter also hmm, cannot enjoy me. So this curse is not actually on me, Mr. Shukracharya. This, is, this curse is actually on your daughter. I have no problem. Then Shukracharya, he started lamenting. Oh yes, I did a big mistake. That if my daughter is not satisfied with her lusty desires with this man, then where will she go now? So he said, okay, okay, okay. Where there is a will, there is a way. Hmm? He said, if someone agrees to accept your old age, hmm? Hmm? then you can accept his youth and you can again enjoy with my daughter. Yati Mara said, are you okay Mr. Shukracharya? Huh? Who is that person who will accept an old age? Hmm? Will you do that? But he was himself very old. Who will give me, give, give me the name of a person who will do that? He said, one of your sons, they can do that. Hmm? Whose son, Devyani's son or Sharmishta's son, whose son will do that? Because there were five of them now. Hmm? He said, you go and ask your sons and some, someone will agree to that. If they don't agree, no, they will agree. You go. So, Ayati Maharaj, <coughs> He went, he, he, he came back and he met his sons. And if he called the first son, hmm, whose, <coughs> whose, son whose name was Yadu. This was the son of Devayani. Hmm. Yadu and Turvasu, Yadu and Turvasu, they were the sons of Devayani. So he called Yadu Maharaj and he said, Mata Mahakritam Vatsa Nadrupto Vishayashvaham he is saying that, my dear son, I am still not satisfied with your mother. I want to still enjoy her, but I, I have trapped in this old age. Your grandfather had given me option to exchange my youth, exchange your, uh, my old age with the youth of someone. Would you please exchange that so that I can uh, enjoy for some more time with uh, with your uh, good mother? And Yadu Maharaj was so surprised. And uh, this is Srila Prabhupada is writing in his purport that this is the nature of lusty desires. That he said that karma is tais tairitak jnana. When one is too attached to sense gratification, he actually loses his sense. <coughs> the word Ritagyana here, it, say, it refers to one who has lost, lost his sense. 
But this is not only situation with Yadi Maharaj. Srila Prabhupada is saying this is situation with everyone in this world. Everyone. So Yadi Maharaj was pleading, begging at the feet of Yadu Maharaj. Yeah, at the feet of Yadu, begging, please help me to help you. But Yadu said no. We'll discuss, this is we'll discuss that tomorrow. <coughs> Yadu Maharaj said, Yadu said, no, I can't accept. <coughs> now, uh, Yadu Maharaj gradually he will go ahead and ask his other sons, Truvasu, which were the sons of uh, Devyani, and he will also say no. Hmm? So then he goes to his sons of Sharmishta. Hmm? And when he goes to the sons of Sarvishta, Dhruyu and others, they also said no. And on the last he went to Maharaj Puru and then Maharapuru accepts it, accepts this offer. This will be discussed tomorrow, but why did Yadu Maharaj, he rejected the offer? And our Acharyas say that Yadu Although he rejected, re- rejected this offer of his father, still he was considered religious. But Turvasu, Druya and Anu hmm, were considered irreligious. Why is that? Hmm? All of them have rejected the offer of the father. Yadu, Dru- Turvasu, Druya and Anu. But Yadu was still considered religious. Whereas others were hmm, considered irreligious. So this answer will be discussed tomorrow.